Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Doomsday scenarios, uh, what will we do when we run out of oil, are nothing new. Uh, For decades, analysts and industry experts have been trying to predict when the world's oil supply might be critically low or dry up altogether, and what the results might be. The United States has been investing in renewable energy to help reduce its dependence on petroleum-based fuels, and thus the amount of oil it imports. In 2019 alone, the U.S. invested $59 billion, up from only $6 billion in 2004. But is weaning off of oil even possible? Let's consider the factors involved in this multi-pronged question. Currently, the United States is the largest oil producer in the world, followed by Saudi Arabia, Russia, and Canada. Oil here includes crude oil and all other petroleum liquids, plus biofuels. 
As of March 8, 2022, the U.S. Energy Information Administration, or EIA's, preliminary data for 2021 suggests that the U.S. had a total petroleum production output of about 16.6 million barrels per day. But the U.S. consumed about 19.8 million barrels per day. And you have to take into consideration that the U.S. exports oil as well— In 2021, the United States exported about 8.6 million barrels of petroleum a day. That all went to around 176 countries, plus four U.S. territories. But there are imports of petroleum to the United States, too. In 2021, that number was about 8.4 million barrels per day. What that means is, in 2021, for the second year in a row, the United States was a net petroleum exporter, meaning we exported more than we imported. And these past two years have been the first time we've been a net exporter since at least 1949. Even when we do use less petroleum than we produce, we still import some. According to the EIA, that's to help supply domestic demand. The U.S. also maintains a valuable stockpile of crude oil in its strategic petroleum reserve, though there are strict rules on when that oil can be drawn down. Some experts say importing some foreign oil isn't necessarily a bad thing, even for net-exporting countries like the U.S. The EIA's Director for Energy Markets and Security, Keisuke Satomori, testified during a Senate hearing in 2019, saying, quote, Even for net exporting countries, imports can still play a critical role, helping overcome issues related to crude qualities, differences in refined product demand and domestic refining capacities, or geographical mismatches between production and consumption. So again, the real question that needs answering is how long can the global supply of crude oil last? The United States certainly isn't as reliant on other countries for crude oil as it was even 15 years ago, when it was producing only around 5,000 barrels a day. The EIA says that one often cited but misleading way to gauge the future of oil reserves is the reserves-to-production ratio. That's calculated by dividing the volume of total proved reserves by the volume of current annual consumption— But the EIA says that because proved reserves are based on known projects, they're not applicable for estimating total resource availability over the long term. Instead, it says, global oil reserves should increase as new technologies come online at existing oil fields. And, of course, there will be competition from renewable energy in the future to consider, too. The EIA explains its view of the future in its annual energy outlook, which is a yearly assessment of the world energy market. Key points for the United States from 2021, which were released on March 3rd of 2022, include that petroleum and natural gas are likely to remain the most consumed sources of energy in the U.S. through 2050, but renewable energy is the fastest-growing segment. Also, wind and solar incentives, along with falling technology costs, are creating robust competition with natural gas for electricity generation. Meanwhile, the shares of coal and nuclear power are decreasing. The report also expects the U.S. to remain a net exporter of total liquids and a net importer of crude oil, even though our production of crude oil has reached record highs. The Biden-Harris administration is working toward energy independence with several new green energy investments for the U.S., including the Building Performance Standards Coalition, 
the Methane Emissions Reduction Action Plan, the $5 billion National Electric Vehicle Infrastructure Formula Program, and hundreds of new solar, wind, and storage projects across the country. But to cut dependence on foreign oil altogether, the United States and the world must cut its addiction to oil entirely. And we're still a long way from that reality. Today's episode is based on the article, Will the U.S. Ever End Its Dependence on Foreign Oil? on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Sharice Threewitt and Sarah Glein. BrainStuff is a production by HeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. <laughs> <laughs> 